we say this a lot in, in our league for the love of football. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I think people love football in the United States. It is America's number one sport. People want more of it and they want more of it in a way that feels really accessible. Dare I say that feels pure in some way. Um, we have young men and, and not so young men, you know, who are, who are looking to extend their careers, who are looking to play at the highest level, who are continuing to chase their dream of playing this game that they've played for most of their lives and to get paid for it. And to do that in front of energetic, enthusiastic and passionate fans, I think that comes through. Eric Moses is team president for the D.C. Defenders, part of the newest professional league in sports, the XFL. We journeyed back to last spring when he was hired and what he had to do first to build the blocks of creating a team. As you'll hear, and I know, character means the world to Eric. He believes it, lives it, and it's core to his early work with the defenders at home, professionally, personally, every day. He understands the responsibility of a game day experience too, as the defenders are asking people for an investment in time, which is their most important possession. We jump around from the XFL fan demo to the incredible Audi Field experience, to the logo choice, and the importance of innovation. Wishing Eric continued success and momentum forward. I was probably up around 6 a.m. Um, game day <laughs> I, in, the, uh, in the category of while we may be busy for one of the most important things in our professional career, r real life doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. I had to take my 13-year-old to take a, a, a high school entrance exam that morning <laughs> over at GW. So I, I, I dropped him off at 8 o'clock and, uh, and headed over to the stadium and probably got to, to Audi Field around you know, 8, 8.15, 8.20. Um, and, and was there the whole day. And, and look, I, I was thinking in, in some ways, this is a relief that it's finally here. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been, I started this job April 15th, um, formally. And for most of the time that I've been in this position, I've been selling the idea of football mm -hmm. and now we have actual football. And that last Saturday was going to be the manifestation of all of that stuff that I had been selling. Um, to people before we had, uh, before I had employees and a staff, before we had a team identity or colors, before we had uniforms or players or any of this stuff. And so I felt relief and excitement all at the same time. Hmm. And good for a kid that gives, puts life in perspective pretty quickly when you wake up that morning. And as you said, life goes on in a lot of other ways outside of what you're doing professionally. So go back to Go back to April 15th then and all those things you talked about <clears throat> in terms of a vision and colors and coaches and sales and staff. When you were hired, what, what, what was next? What, what did you realize when you sat down with a piece of paper and a pencil and said, what do I have to do? What was the first thing you had to do to put yourself in the right place to, to create this plan? And I'm curious, either locally or from afar, who you called on for advice or other mentors or role models or, or friends, peers um, that helped guide or maybe even past experiences that put you in the right place for this? Great question. I mean, I, I think for me, it all started with thinking about the kind of culture I wanted to build for our team and for our, for our organization, let me say, because obviously, you know, the football side of the house is run by Pep Hamilton, our coach and GM and, and my partner in this. Uh, and, and so I had to think about 
you know, what kind of organization do I want us to be? What values do, do I want us to live and express as an organization? And then that easily leads you to, okay, now that I have a, a org chart and I understand the, the key functions that need to be taken care of, filling those spots has to be with people who see the world similarly to the way I do in terms of the kind of culture we want to build for the organization. So I think that's where I started. Um, and, and then it was really about educating and informing mm. a, a public about spring football, about the XFL, about why we were different as a spring football league and why we would survive or had a, a really, really great opportunity to survive. Why more football makes sense. Um, you know, why DC is a good place for something, an endeavor like this. I mean, all of those things were, were things that I had to do in the very beginning. And, um, and I got really good advice and wise counsel from numerous places, thankfully. Um, you know, friends, family, um, you, uh, um, you know, uh, other other folks who who may have had more experience than I on the team side or the league side, who were able to tell me about things to look out for. Um, you know, my sister worked in professional sports for a while and uh, with the Atlanta Falcons, and so she knows people in in the business that I talk to about ticketing and what is it? What does my ticketing staff need to look like, and what should I what should I be on the lookout for the most? And then you know, other kinds of vendors and data analytics and what things should I be tracking? So I started that, frankly, when, during the interview process, mm-hmm. um, and and continued that through. Once I got the job and um, and, you know, I'm grateful that uh, that I've had a lot of support from a lot of quarters from people who who had something positive to contribute and who I think genuinely wanted to see me and want to see me succeed in this job and want to, by extension, want to see our team and our league succeed. And from April 15th to now, eight months, nine months later, maybe even 10 months later, what has surprised you the most? Not, not, not even necessarily the hardest thing that you've had to do in constructing the organization, but what's surprised, surprised you the most? Shrug, man. The, <laughs> when I was out there, so so is that a longer, <laughs> longer answer than I'm prepared I mean, for? <laughs> I mean, no. It's just, it's just. I'm so. <laughs> I'm just so flabbergasted by the passion and the enthusiasm that people have already shown for this team. Huh. It, it, it blows me away. And it started when we signed Cardell Jones back in October, right before our draft. And we took him to a, a few, I took he and, and coach to a, a fan meet and greet. Um, and we probably had about 200 people show up. Again, we had a team name, we had one player, and we had a coaching staff. Yeah, right. That, that was it. Right. That was it. We'd have uniforms, we'd have a team, you know, all of that. And people showed up uh, and wanted autographs from Pep and Cardell, and they were enthusiastic. They wanted autographs from me, which I can never get accustomed to, which is just weird. They want to take pictures and all that kind of stuff. And there has been a straight line from that point all the way through to today where we had an open house at Audi Field a couple weeks ago to uh, introduce our fans to our, our, our roster once we came back from training camp. We had to shut down the RSVP line because we had so many people 
sign up to come to that free event and to meet our team and to get autographs and all that stuff, we created a waiting line. We probably had, I don't know, close to 2000 people wow. who wanted to show up to that thing. And, and they came, they made their own shields. They had their own, they had gear on, they had all of this stuff. And it, they're just so enthusiastic and so appreciative of the things that we're doing and the interaction that they have with us. I've just, I, I just, I'm, I'm humbled by it, and I am, I'm really appreciative and grateful for for that enthusiasm. And look, I know it's early, and we won our first game, and that is helpful, and we had a gr- good debut and all that. And that fandom is just that; it, it can, it can uh, vacillate uh, depending on how you're playing. But uh, that people entrust us with an investment of their time, mm-hmm. their most precious possession, and their money. Uh, to support us in the ways that they have already shown themselves willing to do one game in in our first season has just been the most gratifying thing I could ever imagine. What, what, can you can you pick the reason for passion? That passion you talked about in October, the couple hundred people seeing you, Pep, and Cardell, and the excitement. What what was it? Was it the the unfortunate lack of success recently with? The Redskins was it the location of uh, where the team's going to be the ability that they can see more football because you've got the spring was there one thing that stood out to you of why there was so much passion I mean put simply and and we say this a lot in, in our league for the love of football mm-hmm. I, mean, I think people love football in the United States and they, it is America's number one sport and people want more of it and they want more of it in a way that feels really accessible that 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 feels dare i say that feels pure in some way um we have young men and and not so young men who are you know, who are, who are looking to extend their careers, who are looking to play at the highest level, who are continuing to chase their dream of playing this game that they've played for most of their lives and to get paid for it, and to do that in front of energetic, enthusiastic, and passionate fans. And I think that comes through. I think people sense that and they feel that and they appreciate the hard work and the sacrifice that players and coaches and others have gone through in order to be able to present this product to them. And I think that's the source of it. Do, do I think that having the best stadium in the league helps? Absolutely. Do I think that being downtown in Washington, D.C., a city that continues to be on the rise, continues to be a hot place for people to want to live and for a, a fantastic culture and music and sports and, 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 and fine dining and everything else? Absolutely. Do I think having a head coach who's known as an offensive guru and who went to Howard University is useful? Yes. Do I think that having uh, a starting quarterback who won the first college football playoff national championship at, as he makes me say, the Ohio State mm-hmm. University uh, is helpful? Yes. And, and, and again, very humbly, do I think that it's helpful to have someone like me who's been here for almost 25 years, hopefully building, maintaining, cultivating goodwill uh, in my professional and personal life during that time is helpful. I think all of those things have come together in a really beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing what we're seeing now. That's great. And, and you mentioned at that first event in October and then more, more, most recently at the games this past weekend, people dressing up and the shield. Oftentimes when 
teams or just brands create logos and mascots, there is 50% that love you and 50% that don't. It seems like you guys pulled this one off and there's a lot of energy behind it. How hard was it to get down to the name and even just coming out publicly to make sure that people understood why you were the defenders? So I will say that the, you know, the, the name and team identity colors and uniforms were a collaboration between some very, very talented and creative people at our league and headquarters level, as yep. well as some outside um, agency partners um, with, with some input from, from me uh, and my colleagues uh, in their respective markets. Um, you know, the, so, so to your point, I'm with you. I think anytime you do a logo or something creative, I mean, you're lucky if 50% of the people yeah, like it, hard. right? And, and, and then 50% hate it, uh, especially before you're able to imbue those, those logos or that, that, that team name or identity with any kind of real equity, with any kind of characteristics that can be associated with the organization or with the team. And that's where we found ourselves. I think people have shown themselves to, to really – some people were, eh, on, on the name and, and, and the logo. And then I think when we rolled out the, the, um, uniforms, we got really good responses Mm -hmm. from, from people about the uniforms. And now when it all comes together, I think that it's gone well. And I am very fortunate that, uh, our decision to, uh, have a physical manifestation of that team identity with our battle shield has been, I don't want to say unanimously, uh, you know, heralded, but it feels like unanimously. Hmm. I mean, people love the battle shield. They love the replicas we gave out at, at game one, the phone ones, uh, adults and kids, <laughs> uh, you know, pe- people just have really responded so overwhelmingly well to it that, uh, that we're just, we're, we're fortunate in that one. We yeah. got that one right. And you, so you, you solved half my, my question or answered half of it with the foam and the battle shields. And I was going to say, <clears throat> what did you see already after one game that either you need to pivot with the fans in the stadium and do something differently or you need to throw some gasoline on the fire because, wow, the fans loved it and we need to do a lot more of it? Um, so part of what we saw – the, 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 the gate giveaway of the foam shields went extremely well. I mean, yeah. we gave away 10,000, 10, <laughs> right? And yeah. so um, that went really well. Um, I think, I mean, they saw a great game with, mm-hmm. with, with so much energy. It felt, Schwab, like it felt like a mix of like high-level college football energy that you would see at a, at a Power 5 conference school with like, the, the grassroots kind of supporter enthusiasm that you get at a soccer game, you know, with, with some really good football being played uh, in front of people in the most intimate environment that most people have ever seen professional football. Uh, and so th- that part, I'm just hoping that Pep and, and the team continue to provide, you know, uh, a really good play at, for, for, for people to enjoy. I, I think, I don't know that, that I think we have to do <laughs> anything drastically different. Uh, I think we're going to try to, you know, um, make certain that we do the blocking and tackling that you need to do, which is, can you get a hot dog and a beer in a reasonable amount of time? 
the bathrooms clean? Is somebody there to tell you where to find your seat? Yep. If you have problems downloading your tickets, is somebody there to help you? Um, and, and, and just being, I personally and professionally believe in living my life with gratitude. And I think that I want our organization from top to bottom to be filled with people who are expressing that gratitude to our fans and our supporters when they're interacting with them. I think if you do that, then people will, will continue to respond well. Do you think the players feel extra responsibility knowing that I mean they've got a they've got a personal goal to be the best football player uh, they can be best football player in the world but they're they're also with a new league and a new team and we're one game in and you know having them be part of the community and the more uh, fans they can get on a, a social community level can only help too. Is there a, a greater sense of responsibility you think that is on their shoulders? Um, I think they, I think they recognize the uniqueness of this opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. I think they, 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 they value it because of its uniqueness. Um, and you know, our, our, uh, comms and community engagement director uh, has been in, in the sports industry for 20 years. He's worked at NBA teams. He's worked at uh, NFL teams. Um, and he said to me the other day, you got a roster full of guys who love doing this stuff, who, who, who like interacting with the community, who want to go when we did the Defenders uh, Take DC Day last weekend, who loved going to the Capital Area Food Bank who loved going to Ben's Chili Bowl and serving customers there, you know, who, 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 who loved going and having the opportunity to lay a reef at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Like these guys, I think they, they cherish these opportunities to, to, to be seen as leaders and to interact with people who are supporting them. Uh, and, and as we like to say, to, to continue to earn that support. So I, I think they, they recognize that, that this is important, um, but I think they want to do it. We don't have to tell them to do things. Like they're asking us, what else can we do? How can we get out in front of the community? How can we go to more schools and, and interact with kids and, and, and clinics and things of that nature? These guys are, you know, I think... To coach's credit, I think he he drafted very well from a talent uh, and from a, uh, a you know just a, a personality and and uh, and character standpoint. Mm. And it's only been one week, so you that you don't have the data, all of it, you know, in your heads yet. But what do you see about your audience that's coming to the game? Who are they? What do they look like? How old are they? Where are they coming from? Yeah, it's a good question. Very small sample size, but, you know, it's a diverse uh, audience based on our, you know, our one game, as you would expect in a city like, like Washington. Yep. Um, uh, and so, and, and I mean that in all the ways that you would think about it, um, you know, gender, age, you know, uh, ethnic background, race, religion, all that kind of stuff. I think it's, I think it's, it's very diverse. I think we're strong kind of 25, 34 male, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, that, that, that love football. Um, I think because we are a new product in a new league and we are innovating around rules and doing things a little bit differently, I think that tends to resonate more with younger people, that kind of 25 to 34 kind of age range than maybe other more established leagues do. Um, and so I think we've seen some of that, but, you know, we, we could show up Saturday and, it could look, you know, I don't think completely different, but it could be, you know, different. 
Um, so it, it is one of the things and, and one of the insights that I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to glean uh, when we get kind of towards the end of the season or at least towards the end of our home game season. Hmm. And to the fan that has not experienced it, uh, and's on the fence and's thinking about coming down there, and maybe they've never even been to Audi, never been to a DC United game. W- what do you tell them? What are they in store for in spending an afternoon with you guys? Um, I would dare say 80 to 90% of the people and fans that we engage with have heard of Audi Field but never been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that those folks come away completely loving the environment one it holds the noise especially when you have a good number of folks in there two you're sitting on top of the football field i mean you're so close it it sounds almost silly to call a a stadium that can hold almost twenty thousand people intimate but it's intimate um i think that i heard from so many people both people that i know you know colleagues friends sponsors partners etc as well as strangers on social media and other places the same description of their experience at our first game. I had so much fun. It's just, I mean, I'm talking young, older, you know, hardened football fans, casual fans, people who don't. I just came out of a meeting with someone who said, you know, he took his son to the game. Son's in his 20s. Son does not, is not a football fan. Son went last week, loved it, is coming back this week. I mean, I just think it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And um, God knows if we could package that and, 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 and keep it in a bottle, you know, to use whatever we want, <laughs> we want to do that. But my goal is to make certain every one of our games is that much fun. And that's The Bond. Thanks for listening.